a Groupon came up for a bike ride across Missouri, the Big Bam. This yeah. was the first year they had done it. It was 300 miles. I didn't even own a bicycle. I had no idea about any of like bicycle rules. I just thought you just got on it like when we were in middle school yeah, and you could ride. ride your bike. So I didn't own a bicycle, but the Groupon was a really good deal. So I bought two of them. <laughs> Welcome to the Unbroken Podcast with Chris Crosby. I'm excited. I always say that, but I am because I'm always excited to talk to new people. Um, I have Kara D. Stucky. Stucky. Oh, I, I just, <laughs> ah, just asked me. I just asked you. I Okay. Uh, it's funny. I, I have like the worst memory too, and I always think, <laughs> but I think it's hilarious that I did it because you just said that was how people said it, and I got all stuck the time, in my head all the time, all the time. Most people are going to be like, "Oh wait a minute, it's not that." Okay. It's not that. Yeah. <laughs> so say it again, so I don't. Stooky. Stooky. Kara D. Stooky. Okay. You can just drop the D. It's just Kara. Yeah, Kara. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We have Kara here. I'm really excited. <laughs> uh, I'm. At, I, this is. I'm at your studio and yes. slash home. Do yep, you live here? I live too? here too. Okay, and you. You're a photographer. I am, and uh, which I love that. I I didn't tell you this beforehand, but I have my minor in art photography. Oh, awesome! Yeah, and I did. You know how everyone has a di- digital SLR? They decide that they're a photographer. Yes, yeah. I've met many of those people. <laughs> oh, my, my, I was the friend that could do it. So I've done a couple weddings and I've done some portrait stuff. But oh, I love very cool. I love doing it. I didn't. I guess I didn't love it enough to make it a profession but i'm looking around you have a lot of very pretty or really good pictures so yeah i've been doing it for a long time now. yeah very i'm a little bit older than you yeah. so a very long time back when digital wasn't even when digital wasn't even around <laughs> now and i can appreciate that because like so you did you do a lot of your own developing of your film i or? never did i mean i did when i was in high school because we had to they had, right. we had the dark room and we learned that in high school and everything but i never did my first job was actually with olin mills and they had their own processing Department center that that. and then when i did weddings and whatnot i just used the grocery store like everybody yeah. else and had my film developed there was that was that kind of frustrating at times because i know that sometimes like the levels and the oh yeah it was so frustrating. So I mean, a, you would shoot 400 pictures and give them 75. Yeah. It was it a was roll of dice. And yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, I love the, the, the dark. That was like my, in college, that was like kind of my, my Zen place was going in the, the dark, dark room. Yeah. Dark room and, and, uh, develop film. And I, I, I love doing that kind of stuff. Yeah. I love the digital dark room too, though. That that's just awesome. And yeah. also my quiet space. Yes. You know, I just sit in front of the computer yeah, and, and, and create edit. awesome things. <laughs> that's so cool. <laughs> um, I am really excited to talk to you because there's a couple, I mean, how I met you is a real dear friend of mine, Jim. Um, uh, I used to work with him at the newsleader mm-hmm. and uh, and one day I get a, a message from him and I he's like I'm dating this girl right now and um, she's lost a hundred pounds or I don't I don't remember I know it was over a hundred pounds yes. right just a little bit over just a little yeah. bit I mean every ounce right that, that's right I count every pound <laughs> exactly except when I gain then I yeah. pretend yeah. like yep. I didn't when, weigh myself yeah that then day. I'm still a hundred over <laughs> <laughs> it's so true and uh, he's like you, I guess you were hosting a, a social a get together of other people that 
other people that were trying. Trying. Yes. Okay. And I was going to go, but something, one thing or another, son, I couldn't go. And but you reached out to me at the same time because mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I'm interested. Let's, let's figure it out. Yes, because Jim told me that you were also trying to reach your goal of 100. I was at 95 at, that time. at the time. Yeah, I was so close. close. Um, unfortunately, I'm a lot farther away <laughs> now. But you know how that the ebb and flow. Absolutely. And as long as you're still moving forward. That's right. Um, so that was how I. And then we became friends on Facebook through mm-hmm. that. And um, and then I met your wife at a couple of the runs. I yes. think I saw her at two 5Ks. Yep, she is the. She is definitely a avid um endurance i and i and i i uh, lost the first time around i lost all the way was through running mm-hmm. so i was i got her into running and but now i do the the weightlifting crossfit stuff right but uh yeah she uh she just got a bike so she's gonna start training for triathlons. Oh my goodness, I love the bicycle. So, so do you do triathlon kind of stuff? I do, do not, mostly because I don't think I can swim. Yeah. I think I would like get, jump into the water and then just sink, just sink to the bottom. I'd be the person everybody had to rescue. Yeah. Nobody <laughs> wants to be that person. <laughs> yeah, I joked around because Jen's thinking about doing the the tiger try in Republic this mm-hmm. year, and uh, I I was just like, well, maybe I'll do it with you. And I'll just run across the bottom of the pool and make it look like I'm trying to <laughs> I swim. I can doggy paddle yeah. pretty darn fast, yeah, yeah. but I don't think that fast. Nah, not com- yeah, I, I'll definitely not be competitive. <laughs> and I'm not very good at speed on anything that I do. Sure. Um, endurance is, is where I'm at right yeah. now. I don't think, with the exception of a couple of 5Ks, yeah. I don't think I have done a long distance race running or on my bicycle that they have not taken the finish sign down before i got there so i have a t-shirt now that says go ahead and take the finish finish line down i'm still crossing (laughs) yeah and and, i mean they can close the course down but the road's still open the road's still open and i still finished it that's right and who who cares about the time right as long as you do and that's the cool thing is like i've never been the fast one in the in the races or i've never done a bike race before um, but sometimes I'm just, I'm the last one through. What, you want me to tell you about my first bike race? I do. Let's hear it. Okay, because this is a hilarious story. Okay. When I first started losing weight, I was going to the gym every day with my daughter. She was actually in the army at the time, and she was training to do um, the physicals. And they have okay, to the run tests, faster yeah. and yeah, sit-ups. and So she's training to do that. So we were going to the gym every morning. And... I love that I could lose a lot. I mean, I was ga- I was losing a lot more calories on the stationary bicycle yeah. than running or anything else I was doing. Yeah. So she would be running and I would spend like two hours on the stationary bicycle because I'm just thinking <laughs> I can eat like a whole cake now. When yeah. I leave. Oh, yeah. it's isn't that funny? We're just like think of all these calories I just. Burned. Oh my goodness! Yeah. The bargaining that goes on every yep. day—it's crazy. Yep. So um, a Groupon came up for a bike ride across Missouri. The big bam this yeah. was the first year they had done it and it was 300 miles i didn't even own a bicycle i had no idea about any li- of like bicycle rules i just thought you just got on it like when we were in middle school yeah, and you could ride. ride your bike so i didn't own a bicycle but the groupon was a really good deal so i bought two of them <laughs> <laughs> who was the other lucky person the other you bought one was one supposed for. to be for my daughter yeah. but then she got pregnant so she was out yeah and I still didn't have a bicycle. And so now it is, the, it was in June. Okay. Um, so now it's December. And my son gets me a 
one of those beach cruisers. Yeah. It did have seven speed. Okay. But I'm pretty sure it weighs about 50 to 60 pounds. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Maybe not that much, but it was bright pink. So super pretty. Did it have the bell on it and everything? It did, did not have a bell, but it does have a basket on it. Nice. <laughs> so, That's awesome. So I drove by myself. I don't even know. I didn't even know another bicyclist at all. So I rode by myself. I drove by myself five hours to Northern Missouri. And as soon as I got there, I was there maybe 30 seconds before I realized I had made a huge mistake because nobody else had a beach cruiser. And, and people had jerseys on, I'm they sure. They had jerseys. And several I was wearing a t-shirt. Yeah. I did know to get the shorts with the pads. Yes. Because, you know, when you're starting out exercising, you just get whatever's most expensive because right, right. you figured that's going to make you skinniest. Yep. <laughs> that's so true. <laughs> I need the, all the accessories. That's right. And the pads were the most expensive. So I did get the shorts with the pads, but, you know, I was wearing just regular I think I was wearing my running shoes yeah just regular tennis shoes and I had this big pink bicycle with a basket on the front and um there was about 1100 other riders wow and we had to so it's 300 miles and it's over five days and you have to camp at night and everything so my nickname on that was are you okay Everybody who passed me, because I didn't pass anyone, everybody who passed me said, are you okay? Oh, my. <laughs> but I made it the whole way. Now, we only did 259 miles because the last day was canceled because of the floods. But Wow. Um, yeah, it was just, so that is my first experience with the bike ride. I was determined to not give up. They did have lots of rides. You could get a yeah. ride home if you wanted to, but. Oh, my gosh. I knew what a mistake I made. Um, by the, day two, I had 50 new friends that were all trying to teach me about what to do on my next bicycle ride. <laughs> wow. So, I mean, did you, have you kept in contact with any of these people? I have. I actually, there's um, one guy who's super nice. And if he ever listens to this, Mark, thank you very much for helping me. And <laughs> because he was very nice and very knowledgeable, um, about 90% of the participants were men. Yeah. So it was um, interesting. You know, they had some of them had four thousand dollar bicycles yeah. and i had a 78 dollar bicycle from walmart yeah. but you know i made it and after that i just knew that no matter what i tried to do you could do if anything. i was just determined to make it that's to that's, just finish then now, i would be able to did you do any like training rides before that? i did not i had not been on a bicycle since i was since before high school so you you bought a bike or you got a bike and you threw it in the back of your vehicle <laughs> And, and drove a really long way. <laughs> yeah, five hours. I bet. You, and, and then spent the night in a tent every night. And did you think about like how am I going to bring this tent with me? Did you think about nutrition? Well, they like, had. Um, or do they have like here's my bag. Take it to yeah, the next spot. They had. Okay. They, they took your bag to the next spot. I didn't know anything about nutrition um, or anything like that. They had vendors that you could buy your food from, but every day I was so tired I would barely take a couple of bites and then I'd be asleep in my tent. So everybody else is partying in the yeah. in the park, and I was asleep by two o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> and. <laughs> so. and Wow, I, that's that's amazing. Oh my goodness, it was um it's funny. And yeah. the second bike ride I did was a few months later, so that was in June in September I did the MS150. Yeah, out of it starts in Clever and goes to Joplin. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So the first day I was very proud of myself for going cuz you you ride 81 miles to Joplin. And then the second day I was only about 20 miles in and I was struggling yeah. getting back. Now I had a regular bike by this time or okay. a road bike I should say. I was about to say did you did you yeah. break out the old Land Cruiser? No, I got a I knew better this time yeah. and I like I said I learned so much from the people who were there. 
Um, I think I even had the clips by this time. Okay. I'm pretty sure I had the clips by this time. So, but I was, I was really struggling and my son who also has not been on a bicycle since he used to jump the ramps when he was in middle yeah, school. Yeah, those BMX bikes. Yeah. Or, yeah. I was talking to him on the phone and I said, I don't know what I'm going to do. You know, I'm, I'm, I want to finish, yeah. but holy cow, I was stopping about every 10 minutes Okay. and I was having a really hard time. And he said, I get off work in an hour, I'll meet you. So he got a bicycle. <laughs> Just called around. It, well, he actually got one at Walmart. <laughs> and he met me and rode the last 24 miles in with me and my my daughter and and his wife um were in their car at every stop encouraging me the whole way so i've always had a really good support Support system system. but now my son's addicted to cycling so now he's got a much better bike and all the cool clothes and yeah isn't it fun where you can you you don't realize the culture, the environment. Oh my goodness. It's, and it's so infectious. Yes. I mean, it's, it just makes you feel good every single day when you yeah. wake up and the first thing you think is, should I run or ride my bicycle? Yeah. Not, it used to be every day I would wake up and I would tell myself, you're not eating anything today. Zero. That was my every yeah. day. That's what I would tell myself. And then by four o'clock I would, will have, I'll eat a 1200 calorie meal. And, oh yeah. You binge. Yeah. Um, yeah. it's, it's, that's that's my that's my struggle as I'm a I'm a binge eater. That's what I'll do is um so I'll be perfect all day with I'll be on track with my nutrition and then I'll dinner come around or or I'll go out to lunch even and I'll eat 1200 calories or right. 1500 calories and it's uh nutrition is the hardest yes. part. It is the hardest part. I mean the the exercise is so important because it really gets your endorphins going and mm-hmm. it makes you feel good. But the nutrition is, I mean, somebody told me one time and it was the best advice I had ever had. She said, you have an addiction. Yeah. The only difference between you and an alcoholic or a gambler or anybody like that is everybody can see your addiction. Yep. And so my addiction came with a lot of shame, yeah. you know, and so I did, a, I kept telling myself, if nobody can see me eat, then they're not going to see that I'm fat. Right. And it just doesn't work that way. No. Um, have you, were you always, did you always have a weight issue or is this something that came on later in life? No, or? I always had a weight issue. I mean, when I look back at the photos now, I don't think I was nearly yeah. as big as what I thought I was. And, um, and my family was really hounded me, you know, you're, you're the fat one. Um, yeah. a couple of people in high school, not really. I had lots of friends in high school and everybody was great, but I had a couple of people who liked to call me, you know. Lard ass. Oh, my lads. Yeah, that? yeah. Like, <laughs> and, and it's funny how those kind of things stick out to you. Yeah. I got, I got called donut. You know, like Chris Crosby, Chris Donut. You know, like crispy donut, and and it just that stuff that you just like. It, you remember it right. even when I when you're just a kid. Oh yeah. And I probably wasn't. And I looking back, I mean, I had I was a little chubby, but I wasn't huge. Yeah. I mean, when I look at the pictures now, I just think. I can't believe that that's actually what I looked like because in my memory, I was just the hugest person yeah. ever. And so, everyone's staring at me. And everybody's staring at me and everybody's watching every bite that I take and they're, they're taking notes. Yeah. And I don't think anybody ever watched. Yeah. And, you know, if anybody is listening that is going through the same thing, I don't think anybody's looking. No. It's a personal struggle. Yeah. Period. And the only time they're looking is when you're asking for help. Yeah. And and that's the cool thing is when you're saying, "Hey, I'm, I'm trying to lose weight. Um, will people will you help me?" 
And and the reason they're looking is because they want you to succeed. Yes. And it's not because they're judging, but they know that well, you're trying to lose weight right now. Why are you eating this double cheeseburger? Right. You know, and, and it's not out of, it's more out of concern and, and uh, wanting to support. Absolutely. You know, I think that um, I went up and down with my weight all my life. Yeah. Um, never really lost a, a significant amount. Um, a few years ago, I did lose 50 pounds, mm-hmm. but then I gained 60, yeah. you know. But so, it just got to the point where it was just so hard to lose anything. As a matter of fact, I had, um, I had tumors in my esophagus and the doctor said we have to go in and take those out but we need you to lose at least 20 pounds because it's it's a dangerous surgery anyway your liver is going to be larger we're going to have to move it out of the way and we don't want to cut you open from stem to stern we want to just do it laparoscopic laparoscopically so we need you to lose 20 pounds right so they told me that they found the tumors in may um gave me until august in august i had gained six pounds that it was that hard to lose 20 pounds, yeah. you know, and it just, um, it's just hard. And I know it, there, people say some of the easiest things, eat less, move, move more, more, yeah. um, make a decision, just do it. You know, there's all of these really yeah. great things to say, but it's just not that simple. Yeah. You can't just do it. It yeah. takes, it you, takes a, working on the mental part right. as much as. The physical part. Yeah, finding that that why. Why am I doing this? Yes. And then reminding yourself, I want to lose this weight. For I mean, I, it, it. Right now, I'm 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 gaining weight. I, I'm I, I'm on the upward swing, and it's it's so frustrating because we know what to do. Right. Um. It's just then we find ourselves eating. We find ourselves binging. We find ourselves not sticking to plan. And losing weight is so hard and gaining weight is so So easy. easy. (laughs) I mean, so easy. Yeah. And it's hard to, to stick to it. I mean, one thing that I did, Chris, is you have to, I had to let everything go. Right. I had to stop with all of the bargaining. I had to stop with all of the finger pointing because I'm saying that guy at the light can see me eating my cheeseburger and he's judging me right now. Yeah. Nobody's looking. No. You know, and if they are looking, the, it's still your own struggle. Yeah. So I had to let it all, I had to let all of the, the self-hatred go Yeah. and realize that it's up to me and it, and nobody else can help me do it. Yeah. When, um, when did you kind of turn the corner on, on, um, your nutrition? Like definitely when they found the tumors. Okay. Um, I had, I had surgery in August of 2014 and I, I, because it was in my esophagus, I had to go 45 days without eating anything. Wow. It was just little one ounce cups of protein shake and water. Okay. And that was it. Um, recovering from the surgery was very difficult it's a very painful recovery just because there's so much pain inside yeah that you can't fix sw- it just has to hit swallow- you know? swallowing yeah. swallowing area. breathing it all yeah. hurt but uh, um, basic living hurt it did it <laughs> just everything just hurt yeah and so i spent so much time on my back and in my bed and started doing a lot of research on the kind of tumors they were and you know and i read that it was very um, common in obese people. And I immediately thought, 
oh my goodness, I did this to myself. Mm -hmm. I have given myself cancer. Yeah. You know, and it just, um, that was it. I mean, a light bulb went off and I wanted to have grandchildren one day, which now I have two, yeah. you know, but yeah, you um, I just, I had so many things I wanted to do in my life that this was, this could not be the end for me. It right. just couldn't be. So I think that I, without even really thinking I need to get to survive the cancer, I was thinking I need to survive the weight. Yeah. You know, and that was my number one goal. So it almost felt like the weight was more daunting than the cancer? Yeah, I really did. I felt like the weight had caused the cancer. Please don't quote me on that. No, yeah. I, I am not a doctor. I don't think that does, but... But the things that you... Th but I did feel yeah. like I had caused it myself. And, and because I had caused it, then I felt like I could control it and yeah. I could fix it. So, and I could, the weight part, the weight part I could yeah. fix it, you know, and I was the only one who could fix it. The doctors couldn't help me. There's no surgeries. There's no magic pill. Yeah. None of that. 5% of people will keep the weight off. Yeah. 5%. It's that is a tiny amount. Very. <laughs> you know, and we're talking about for the rest of your lives. Right. I met somebody at a party just a couple of weeks ago and she said, I lost a hundred pounds but then I gained it all back. Yeah. You know, I, this is my second time around doing it. Yeah. And it's, it's tough and it will be tough for the rest of my life too. Yeah. Um, I have kept it off for a year now, which makes me super happy. That's, and, that's, um, and I'm looking forward to the next year yeah. that I have kept it off, but yeah. I know every day and every year I'm going to be facing the same struggles. Yeah. And it's, I mean the food addiction, the, the want for that food, never really goes away right and I don't know how you feel about it but I, sometimes I feel left out I just want to eat what everybody else is right. eating um but especially I, if you're very social right um and I, I feel like we both are very social people and nine times out of ten something social is we're gonna go get food and then we're gonna yes. do this a then b yeah that was something my whole family had to change because they knew how important it was for me to lose the weight. Yeah. And everything that we did revolved around dinner. Yeah. So we had to change our minds about what food meant to yeah. us. First, we're going to eat before we eat. And then we're going to eat. And then afterwards, we'll have dessert. And then later, right. we'll eat. Right. I mean, that, I mean that, that, or even like a family vacation or a family reunion. I mean, it's just that every activity is around... Around a meal. A meal. Yes. Do um, you have like... Uh, my my family's like an Italian and Greek family. I mean, so I mean, the meal is so big. Is that kind of like do you know? Is it or is it just um, how you guys? We are grew terrible. Up? My of course, my children are adults, and I live by myself. But we're terrible about eating out. Yeah. Eat out, and that, then that's a prepared meal that all comes on one plate, and yeah. you feel like, well, I've paid this much for it. I'm I kind of should it. eat everything. Yeah. Um. But I will tell you that we went on vacation last week, and I was so upset at how much food we bought for the we had a condo and we had a kitchen because yeah. I just kept saying oh, we don't need this much food yeah. <laughs> <laughs> stop going to the grocery store <laughs> we don't need any more let's see what we have but it's um, again it's it's my personal struggle and I need to yeah. to just keep it to my own because I know everybody's gonna eat what they want and now did you reach out for nutrition help at that point because you, you you talked about how you gained six when you're supposed to lose right 20. I, I reached out for nutritional help in the hospital right after the surgery okay and they sent me a um, dietitian 
And when she got there, I was instantly jealous because she's this cute little teeny tiny girl yeah. and um, and I'm fat. And so I instantly thought she was judging me, you know, because yeah. that's how we feel as yeah. fat people. We, is we think everybody's judging us because we're judging ourselves. Yeah. But um, so I, I told her right away, I don't think you can help me. Yeah. And because I wanted I f- thought they were going to send me like in a magic fairy dust and they were going to spread something on me and yeah. instantly I'd wake up thin. Yeah. Um, I mean, I was seriously the girl that when I was young, if I, if a genie would come and you'd get three wishes, my first one would be, be thin, skin. Yeah. thin, 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 <laughs> skinny money. And, um, yeah, those are yes. my, those are my two, but she did smart, super smart. <laughs> so I was able to tell her, I don't think you can help me. Yeah. And then she immediately addressed my issue and she said, I'm not just going to tell you, you need to eat less. I'm going to give you a whole list of things that you should be eating and the times of days you should be eating yeah. them. And this is a picture of a plate and you should not have more than this and more than this and more than this. And I followed it really, really closely. Right. I listened to everything she said. I weighed things. I counted the grams. Um, I followed everything that she said. And I set small attainable obtainable goals which yeah. i think is so important yes. especially if somebody has a huge amount of weight to lose um small goals are so much better than i'm gonna lose 100 pounds you yeah. know that was always my ultimate goal but i knew that in order to get to that i needed to start off smaller, smaller. so i started off with 25 percent of my body weight that's okay. what i wanted to lose for the first 90 days and just followed her plan and it really helped me a lot. And of course, the better I felt, then the more I wanted to exercise. Yeah. And so now where into this uh, process did you do this 300 mile bike ride? Uh, let's see the, that was in June. So I had already lost the hundred pounds. Okay. So I lost, I hit my goal the beginning of May of okay. 2015. So, um, okay. it took me about nine months to lose the hundred pounds and now the first month, remember, I was only doing little cups, oh, so proteins. about thirty yeah. pounds came off the first month. Yeah, just by laying in bed. Yeah. Don't yeah. I would never suggest that to anybody. Yeah, it was I'd... painful. <laughs> Did you find that you had to do like a rehab afterwards because of just the laying or like um, the re- the rehab was physical terrible. Or, okay. I didn't do it. I didn't do it with a doctor, but my daughter and I we started off. I the my very first walk lasted twenty minutes, and I seriously thought I was going to die. <laughs> wow, and then fast for eight Nine seven and a half months, months you, yeah you, you biked on a land cruiser across missouri yes now by this time i was going to the gym every single day yeah. um i had i had really been working on the stationary bike yeah. so in my mind i was like it's the same thing right yeah. no right. missouri has terrible hills yeah i don't know if anybody knows that <laughs> my wife she she probably hasn't ridden a bike in she she got a hybrid she hadn't re- probably ridden a bike in over 10 years, 15 years. And we got her a bike because her best friend does tries. Uh-huh. So she wanted to do it. And uh, she went and rode her first ride 10 miles through ba- through Wilson's Creek Battlefield. Yes. Which has really big hills. Yes. And then she's like, well, let's go run two miles afterwards. And it was funny, the story, how she got off the bike to go run and she's like why are my legs jello i can't feel my legs but i mean yeah the hills like it's it, you have to learn how to shift and manipulate yes. the gear i mean it's it's you can't just jump on a bike and yeah i think that that's the reason i wanted to ride bikes so much because it looks so easy when you see somebody yeah. riding down the road they don't look like they're putting any uh-huh. effort in whatsoever yeah. but it is a little bit harder than 
yeah, than it yeah, looks yeah. like. Yeah. I did have to, I had to go through chemo in the last three months. So I was off exercising. Yeah. Um, and I w- rode the bike for the first time on Sunday and I wanted to get out there and ride 30 miles because I was riding 30 miles a day before okay. this all started. And my son said, no, 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 let's start slower. So we did 10 miles and that was hard. I had to yeah. stop twice, you know, so I, it, I didn't bounce back the way I thought I would. But yeah. I mean, I had well, gone three months without three doing months without anything. doing it. And then not only that, you were going through chemo. Right. Yeah. So I was um, I was definitely not in any shape yeah. to to exercise, but. So how, how are things now? I mean, so, so they came back. I did get tumors back. Okay. Um, and now I've done chemo and my last scans were clear. So That's awesome. I don't have the all clear, the cancer free yet, but yeah. my fingers are crossed. All, all I have to do is just wait for the results of a lot of the tests that they've done and, yeah. and then I should get it pretty soon. So That's awesome. I would feel like I'm waiting for like a card. So yeah. I, can, I can be a card carrier. Yeah. Just like boom. But my free. hair is kind of growing back. I've got this, this, I think my hair is shorter than yours. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah. I, 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 I love the, um, the, the shave my head every now and then but I realize when I shave my head uh my head looks like 10 times bigger than it actually is. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's why I don't do it very often um well, th- well that's exciting that um you're I mean like they didn't see anything but any day now they'll give you that any day now I'm hoping um everything's kind of a slow process they want to make sure that they got everything but sure. the the MRI and the and the I do it did a swallow x-ray those both came back clear so that's awesome i was very excited now how now you talked about how you felt like the weight being heavier the the first time around that you caused that for yourself that's what you felt right did did you feel angry or um or how did you feel when you found out that they came back? Because you've been living this healthy lifestyle. You're riding your bike 30 miles. You're active. I mean, you're at a big part of this community. I, I, that Facebook of, event that your son did where everyone rallied oh around goodness. you. Yes. I, I want to talk about that too. But Absolutely. I mean, how did you feel? You know, in all honesty, I don't think I really had time to feel anything. Um, my first grandson was born in January Mm -hmm. and five weeks later, my second grandson was born and I was standing in the hospital. Um, he, it was the next day after my second grandson was born. I was standing in the hospital in their room when the doctor called me to tell me that the tumors were back. And I was so wrapped up in everything that was going on and then started chemo immediately the next day. I don't really think I felt... I didn't feel angry. Um, I definitely felt determined and, and I, in all honesty, I felt very depressed for a little while, but I think that that was more medical medicine related. Yeah. Um, well, and then the exercises your is, I know for me, it's, it's therapy. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's my meditation. That's my endorphins. That's everything. Um, and at first I thought I would be able to do it, but it really kind of knocked me out. The, the chemo was not good on me. And then I had a hard time passing my EKG. So it was affecting my heart. And then I was restricted from exercise. Okay. And I think and t- when the doctor said I was restricted, I think then I was like, what? I want to do it every day. Yeah, but until then, yeah. But until then I was like, I cannot get off my couch. <laughs> you yeah. know, um, I just, I think that the thing I liked about, 
the chemo was I knew that there was an end in sight. Yeah. I know that on this day, it's my last treatment, and then I heal yeah. from that. So I think that that's all I was looking forward to was Just that, that last that, treatment. You saw that light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, and, and you saw on Facebook, just surrounded by so much yeah. love. I mean, so much love. People out there, my, my children on the top of the list, and Jim, and... Um, and just so many people, people that I haven't talked to in years. Yeah. Um, and I've made a couple of new friends, you know, people who were friends of somebody that I was friends with. And now I talk to them every day. That's awesome. Yeah. And, 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 and the great thing is, is that community when, when people love someone, they, they rally and I'm sure they did the same thing with when you decided to lose weight. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, when I was, we're talking about doing it publicly and being held accountable and everything. Yeah. I had been on Facebook so many times with, I ran today, I did this, yeah. I did that. And then I lost this amount and everybody's like, woohoo. Yeah. And then I'd gain it all back. And not one time did anybody say, please stop posting your exercises because we know you're going to gain it back. Yeah. Nobody said that every single time. I can think of three big times in just the six or seven years I've been on Facebook that I have had a big weight loss campaign on my Facebook yeah. and everybody still they rally. rallies every single time. I mean, people are just wonderful. Yeah. Well, I mean, they want you to succeed. They want you to, um, to do well because it help them helping. It really does make them feel better. Um, and, and, and it should cause they really do help. Yeah. No, and it does because there, there, there's people that when you, I, my personality, I don't want to let them down. So once I tell them I set in this goal and they say they want to help me, I said, well, I can't, I can't mess up because people are going to see that I failed and I'll feel like I'll let them down. And I don't know if that's necessarily healthy, but I, but it, that's part of my, my process is I like, I want these people to, to, I don't want to let them down. Right. Um, and that's part of my why. And I know I know the reason why I should do is uh, I have young kids. I want to live. I don't want to have a heart attack when I'm 50. Right. I um, mean, the why is always health reasons. Yeah. Um, the how is the hard part. Yeah. That's definitely. And, and, and just staying motivated. And it's easy to fall off. I'm sure you've talked to several. It sounds like. So, so tell me about that group that you have of people trying to, to lose the weight. Is that something that you put together? Or? It is something that I put together. And sadly, it has kind of fallen apart and dissipated. It's hard to get. Um, well, I completely understand because I was one of the people who had not lost the weight. Yeah. So it's kind of like watching the infomercial. Yeah. You want to see all the success stories because yeah. you want to know that your $79 is spent on whatever it is, ne the next new thing you're going to buy to try to lose weight. Yeah. Um, I think the group was the same way. A lot of people got into it because they really wanted to lose weight, but when they weren't successful, it was just easier to not talk about it. Yeah. You know, and I wish that, that I could get to them and, mm -hmm. and, I'm so glad that you're doing a podcast about all of this and I hope that lots of people listen to it Yeah, because I, I think that, um, I don't think that there's any person on this planet that does not have some sort of thought about their weight or self image that I have not had. Right. And I'm pretty sure that there's not a diet on this planet that I haven't tried. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's so many out there and, and, 
and and I think a lot of people they want to to see that five minute montage, right? Uh, and and they don't realize that the the nine months that you spent losing the weight they I mean there were some dark moments I'm sure oh my goodness yes and so many times I didn't want to get out of bed yeah and go do it and you know you have to figure out what works for you and with all the diets and all of the things that you can buy and all of the plans and all of this and all of that I have found that everything works for someone yeah you know and someone and everyone will find something that works for them. Yeah. You just have to figure it out. Yeah. Now, one thing that I did on this last time of losing weight, with the exception of my $10 a month gym membership for yeah. the first six months of my weight loss, um, I just told myself, I'm not spending a dime. Yeah. I have spent so much money trying to lose weight in the 48 years I've been on this planet. Nobody else is getting my money. I right. can walk for free. Yeah. So um, I did spend the $10 a month for the gym, but as soon as I was I was in a good routine, I let that go, and yeah. I haven't spent any money on anything. If you want to measure your food, you should use a measuring cup. Yeah. You don't need to buy somebody's special cups that's going <laughs> to measure your food. I hope magic. that no. I hope nobody sues me over that. No, they yeah, won't. If you, you know, if you want to um, eat less, don't take a pill to make yeah. you not hungry. Eat smaller meals more often a day, and then yeah. you don't get hungry. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's just so many things you can do for free. Yeah. And a lot of people, because a lot of people, especially us girls, we think I'll diet, but I can't really afford it right now. Yeah. Dieting shouldn't cost any money. Yeah. It actually should cost less money because yeah. you should be spending less money on food. <laughs> well, and, 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 and it's less money on food, but the, the truly the healthier food, if you buy it and then cook with it, it's cheaper than, than the processed food. I mean, it's proven that... Absolutely. I, you can go to... Um, one of the things I did for this week, you can go to the store and get a rump roast and cook it. Yeah. I think it cost me $13. Yeah. And that rump roast will last me for the rest of the week. Yeah. Um, at the end of the week, I'm going to add a little, uh, a little bit of Miracle Whip to it. And I'll fix it up a little bit different way. Add some, some grapes yeah. and things like that. You don't have to go to any of the health food stores that will charge you $52 for a piece of meat that's going to give you the same amount of protein. Right. You don't have to. You know, I know everybody thinks that eating bad is cheaper. But it's not. A bag of Doritos costs four bucks. Yeah. You know, I think get, Oreos a, is three. get a chicken breast. You can get yeah. three chicken breasts for $4. Yeah. You can buy a whole bag, five-pound bag of uh, chicken. A five-pound bag of chicken will last you a week. Yeah. And uh, you just throw it on the grill or cook it on your stove. And, yes. and, and you could do all sorts of stuff. Throw it in the crock pot. And it does take planning. It's yeah. very important to plan out your meals. Um, otherwise we do what you and I are so used to is you wait until four o'clock and then you eat and eat and eat, eat and eat. And next thing you know, it's midnight and you're yeah, still eating. eating. Well, I you messed know. up. Might as well keep messing up. Yes. I'll just start again tomorrow. Yep. I'll just start again tomorrow. Um, I, every diet I started was on Monday, yeah. you know, and when I decided to do this this last time, I was not waiting till any day. It yeah. was, I'm starting right this right moment. Now. Um, now with um with the exercise do you just do the the biking now or do you run or like what's I do kind the of biking and the running um once I hit my goal it was a lot less pressure on me to lose weight mm -hmm. um it's a it's a lot easier to maintain it than it is to lose it yeah so as long as I keep my nutrition good so now I kind of do the exercises that I really like right um I am not a very good crossfit 
person. (laughs) I do not understand why people would ever do a burpee. I think burpees are evil and created by the devil. Yeah, and it doesn't even say, it's not even fun to say. It's not. Burpee. It's it's terrible. Yeah, is that a little burp? What's going on? (laughs) But I was very lucky. I have, like you said, I'm a photographer. So I had a client who um, is a CrossFit fanatic. Okay. And so we traded services. Um, I gave her 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 family photography and she did some CrossFit training with me. She just came here and helped me. Now this was not this time that I lost weight, but a couple of other times, but still what she taught me was, was so, I mean, first of all, she's just super inspirational and a single mom and strong and fit. And yeah, I mean, she's just a great person. Um, Jennifer McGinnis. Yeah. I know Jennifer. She lives in Washington now, but, um, she is wonderful, wonderful. And she taught me some really core basics you know so when I was hitting when I was trying to hit my goals one thing that I knew from my many 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 years of trying to lose weight was I knew I would plateau yeah so I was trying to change it up before I would plateau which really worked for me and that's that was the reason I could keep that two to three pounds every week every week and not ever and if I can say this a million times I hope everybody hears me do not give yourself a cheat day. Okay. I mean, everybody says, oh, just give yourself one cheat day. Today's my cheat day. Well, you can blow your entire, entire week, week of work on one cheat day. Now, do you do a cheat? Do you, I, now I, now I, my nutrition is a little bit different. Okay. Because now I'm maintaining. So now I will have a piece of cake or I will have yeah. a, a little bit of candy and stuff like that. But I make sure that, I, that I'm balancing it out with everything. Mm-hmm. It's not a meal like it yeah. could have been at one other time. Yeah. But, um, but when you're trying to lose weight and you're trying to hit your goals, don't give yourself a cheat day because yeah. seven that, days a week to be perfect. Yes. That cheating will, it will ruin everything that you've worked for. Yeah. And we all know what it's like to start exercising and then to quit for a couple of weeks and yeah, start and again. Back. And every time you start, you're in so much pain. Yeah. Well, just know that cheating <laughs> yeah. could just get, bring you back to the pain of stepping on the scale every yeah. time. So, so I, I guess ma- it's choosing your heart. Yes. I made sure I did not give myself a cheat day. And, um, and I cut out a lot of stuff. I okay. cut out soda pop, alcohol. Yeah. Um, and I mean for two years cut out i haven't yeah. had soda pop since 2014 isn't it amazing how easy it is once you've been off the soda like for me I, i'll get a dr pepper every now and then and i'm like i can't finish this this is gross but back in the day i'd drink it by the gallon every day yeah i haven't even tried soda at all yeah, um i did have a beer last week and that was the first time i had had a beer in two years yeah but and that was kind of good i like the way beer tastes but yeah. it was just um it's just amazing what you have to give up, but it's super easy. You have to just get through the cravings. Because, yeah. I mean, there was times in the beginning, I can remember driving down the street, and I'll, I could just see the signs of Wendy's and Taco you Bell. You hyper aware. Oh, my goodness. And I just was, you, you know. You count the restaurants while you're driving down the street. Holding onto the steering wheel, because I'm pretty sure my car was so used to driving through there yeah. that, yeah, it was terrible. But once you get through it, it's not even a possibility of an option for a yeah. meal. You just don't think about it anymore. Yeah, you just keep going by it. And you talked about when you hit maintain mode. How did you feel like, I mean, how did you change your mentality there? Because I know a lot of people when they're hit goal and they're just like, well, maybe I can lose two more pounds or maybe I can lose five more pounds. Or like, how did your mindset change when you hit goal to maintain mode? Well, I think that, um, I mean, you can tell by looking at me that I could, I could, 
you use a couple more no. pounds, but <laughs> I'm not going to obsess about it anymore. I've yeah. spent, I spent 47 years obsessing about yeah. my weight yeah. and I'm done. Yeah. So as long as I'm going to maintain it so that I don't have to obsess about yeah. it, but I'm not going to feel bad about myself anymore. Yeah. You know? So I think when I hit my goal, um, that's it. As I'm just, I just want to yeah. make sure that I, that I stay in that 5%. Yeah. Cause that, that, that's the thing that, and the reason I asked that is cause it scares me. Cause when I hit, when I hit my goal, how do I develop a healthier relationship with food? Because, and I, and I need to do that now, but where I could have that slice of cake, it turns into, I'll have a second piece of cake. I, I just, it scares me. So are you still thinking, well, I've already ruined it, so I'll just start again tomorrow? Yeah. I mean, and that's part, I mean, and I don't know if it's more that, but more, how do I go from diet cut weight loss mode to... Now I'm just enjoying, I'm, I'm, I'm having a healthy relationship with food. I don't think you do. I mean, I think you still have to keep the same mentality. One thing that I had to learn was that food is for nutrition only. It's yeah. just to keep me alive, you know. So does it matter if I have roast beef three times in one day? No. That's yeah. what I cooked and that, that's, that's what my there. meal plan is there. Do I need to have three courses with every meal? Because when I grew up, that's what we had. We always yeah. had a, a meat, a starch, and a vegetable. Yeah. And um, no, you don't have to. Do I have to have a vegetable every day? No, you don't have to. There are other ways to get those nutritions in. Yeah. So I think learning what food is doing for you mm -hmm. is a very important thing and letting go of the socializing that yeah. goes along with food. I love to socialize and I am, I don't mind at all going to a dinner or, um, going to somebody's house or, but I always make sure that they know up front, I'm not going to sit here and eat a full plate, Yeah, you know, so let's not make it about food. Let's just stay together and have a good time. Good time. I did have one person, um, get very angry at me at Thanksgiving. Really? Yes. Cause I... You didn't sit there and eat five plates. I didn't, and it was it was a, a family I had not known, and I tried to tell him, you know, I'm not going to, yeah. probably won't even try everything, but it's it's a meal that everybody yeah. brings something, Yeah. and I had a very small amount of food, and I just wanted to get to know people, but yeah. um, but she was like, yeah, you're never coming back to my house. She didn't say that to me. She said it to the person who brought me, but, <laughs> and you know, some people are very offended if you don't eat their food, yeah. and... Um, well, they, they think you don't like it or whatever. Well, and and I was already a little bit smaller, so now they think, oh, the skinny girl's not going to eat, uh -oh. you know. And you're shamed no matter what. You're you just want to hold up a picture like, this is what I look like. <laughs> I promise I you. I wanted to I wear a t-shirt with my, my with my old picture on it. I have it. goals. <laughs> um. But I just had to let that all go. And the people who love me totally yep. understand. Yep. You know, there are times we'll all go out to dinner and, well, most of the time we all go out to dinner and I just get an extra plate and I yeah. just have a little bite off of people's plates because yeah. there's no sense in paying for a whole meal for me. Yeah. Um, and that's all I, and I want to get there. I want, cause like for me, I'll get, we'll go to a friend's house and be like, Oh, I'm just going to have a little bit. And then I start picking at it. And it's almost like I mourn the loss of like, and you, yeah. you said, I wish I could be, cause my wife, 115 pounds, she, she could eat two plates. Right. And it won't, I mean, she, and then she can get up and run a marathon. But you in the have morning. to remember, it's just about you. I know. You can't compare yourself to her because yeah. she struggles with other things. Yeah. You know, we, everybody does. Everybody yeah. struggles their own struggle. Yeah. Um, 
and that's what I have to tell myself that it's it's not about because I went through all of that yeah. you know oh you skinny you know you yeah. can eat anything you want it's I fair, I yeah. drive by McDonald's and I gain five pounds <laughs> so, yeah. yeah you just have to think about yourself and some of the the rules that I set for myself are pretty strict mm-hmm. like um, the whole no alcohol no soda pop yeah um, and I stick to them yeah very very stringently and. All I can suggest to you is smaller meals more times a day. Yeah. So if you're really hungry in the beginning, have six or seven meals. Yeah. But eventually you should be down to four or five meals. And we're talking, when I say smaller meals, we're talking three to four ounces. Yeah. Which is about a third to two thirds cup is all you want. And it's amazing when you're in the process, when you're living it, it's so much easier to do that. Oh, yeah. It is. It was was hard at first. I had to measure out every cup. My whole refrigerator was filled with those little cups with lids on them. Yeah. um, Because... I didn't want to backslide. Yeah. You know, and backsliding, that that's a slippery slope. And we all yeah. know that once you go down it, you're tumbling head yeah. over heels. And next thing you know, well, I already ate that today. So I'll go ahead and have that double cheeseburger yeah. from McDonald's, yeah. you know. Or I, my friends are eating all of that. They're going to think I'm a pansy. So I'll go ahead and eat all of that. Yeah. I mean, I would imagine that's how guys are. Yeah. I've watched too many frat movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's and it's it's well, this one time's not going to kill me, and right. then it turns into. I'll be better tomorrow. Yeah, and it's it's but it is a it is a definitely a, a slippery slope. It's and it's a it's a battle that more people than not fight. And even if it's on, like I'm on the binge eating side of the spectrum, but also people that have pro- eating disorders on the other end. Right. You know, it's 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 definitely winnable battle and and uh share uh, like i I share your story with people and people are going to line up to help you i'd like to focus on the enjoyment too you know not the suffering of food loss (laughs) which is what we feel like it is i enjoy that i can go scuba diving and not be embarrassed because of how my wetsuit won't zip up in front of all of these strangers. Yeah. You know, I like that I can go parasailing and they don't have to weigh me before they put me on the parachute. Yeah. No, you know, I mean, I like all of these things. I like that I can fly on an airplane now and nobody's cringing at the thought that I'm going to sit next to them. Yeah. You know, um, I focus on the enjoyment and, and one of my things that is my fo- most famous, my most favorite thing to say is I tell everybody it's so much better being skinny because yeah. <laughs> it's just more fun. You yeah. can have more fun doing it. Yeah. And I, I went to that, uh, a destination boot camp with the extreme weight loss. Mm-hmm. I, I got to go to that, um, almost a year ago. And uh, one big thing that they talked about was choosing your hard. It's hard to be big. It's yes. hard to be overweight. That's it's, it's hard to lose weight. Pick your hard. That's right. Which I say that all want? the time. It's hard to be fat. It's hard to lose weight. It's yeah. hard to not eat that cake. Yeah. But choose your heart. Choose your heart. Um, something really cool that your son organized. Was it your son that organized? It was. Tell us about that. Uh, my son, he kind of surprised me with it. You know, with with the chemo, like I said, it, it really got me down and it was hard to work. And, and I was struggling with everything, paying my bills, paying. Some, some of the stuff that brought you that, that joy, your work and your yeah. exercise and yeah, I was kind of missing out on everything, and so my son put together a um, a bike ride and a walk run, and it was actually I thought it was very successful. He put it together in about three weeks. Yeah, it was and, quick. Um, I think that we had about sixty people 
out there and it was it was awesome and one of the girls came from st louis came yeah. down and it was just somebody that she saw it on somebody else's fa- facebook and she I was like come down. i love to run 5ks i'll come down and do it and that's awesome yeah so it was it was a lot of fun and like i said the people are just wonderful you know i mean i've just been surrounded by so much love and so people came down and did a, a bike ride and run in your honor yes Yes, and, and I couldn't even go with them, which was terrible, but <laughs> but I got to be there at the finish line when yeah. they came in. That was great. That's awesome. Um, now, what are your kind of your your fitness goals now moving forward now that you kind of you got the okay to start working I out again? I have the okay. My fitness goals are pretty big. Okay. Um, I have already signed up for two century rides with That's my bike. And I am going to run my first marathon wow. in August. Which, which marathon? I'm actually going to run it in Wisconsin. So if okay. I die, nobody will know me. No, no. <laughs> Just bear, bear, push me off the side with all the cheese. <laughs> I actually had signed up for my first marathon. It was supposed to happen in April. But because of the chemo. That happened. Yeah, they deferred it. to, And the next one that they okay. had was in Wisconsin. Wisconsin. So, and it just so happened that's where my son-in-law's father lives. So we're just going to visit some family while we're there. And Okay. So that is um, now... Today was the first day that I went out and ran since okay. the chemo ended, and that was not pretty. No, it's it's hard when but you come back. It's I got a plan, and and I feel good that I'm gonna make it. I mean, I am a determined person. It sounds like you rode across Missouri on a on a cruiser. Oh my goodness! I had a pair of tennis shoes that were hurting my feet, so I just ran ten miles barefooted. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm I don't like to not finish something there's, that I say I'm going to do. There's no excuses, right? There's you no mean, excuses. And the exercise I can finish. The weight loss, sometimes I felt like I had no control over that. Yeah. So um, so with the exercise, I always think that to myself. Oh, you said you were running 10 miles, so you will run you 10 will. miles. You're going to limp across the finish yes. line. Yeah, so yeah. that is my, that, those are my couple of big goals. I well, don't, I'm not, I don't love running. Yeah. Running sucks. It does. It hurts. A lot. And it, yes. I don't love it, but I do really like accomplishing things. Yeah. So, um, I figure if I can, if I can do that whole marathon thing and then next year I'm going to turn 50 in 2017, I am going scuba diving with the sharks on the Galapagos Islands. That's awesome. Yeah, so that will be my, that's my big present to myself for hitting my weight loss, making it through cancer, doing all of the, and turning 50. And so, turning 50. So I get to go, I'm going to go swim with the sharks. Yeah, 50 with a lot more fun stuff to do and down the road. That's right. Um, what, uh, a century ride, for people who don't know, it's 100 miles. That's 100 miles, Are yeah. you going to, is it the MS-150 is one of them, or is uh, No, I, last year I did the Bass Pro Tour de Bass. Okay, Tour de Bass, yeah. And I'm going to do that again this year. Okay. And then there's another one, um, oh, I do not remember the name of it. It's in Arkansas, okay. actually. So I'm going to do that one. And I'm sure that if I can find more, yeah. I will sign up for more. I'll, I'll tell you, you should listen to a podcast, if you haven't, uh, with Jeff Jones. He's a member of the Idiots Running Club. Oh, really? <laughs> and I think you would love these guys. Um, and they're really big. Like, cancer sucks. Like, David Murphy is... The, he's the president and he's the biggest like i hate cancer he, he's and they it do really every does suck. It, 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 he does a, a relay for life every year with uh with people and it's an it's a nationwide club now and it's grown wow but i'll, I'll add you to the group Absolutely. and introduce you um and they love they they would love to hear the story about you biking across because they they get joy off of seeing people they call it doing idiotic things oh my goodness that had to have been the biggest idiotic thing ever 
But it's kind of funny. Yeah, no. It's and, uh, and I didn't die. And so You didn't, and you didn't <laughs> die, and you made, it sounds like lifelong friends. Absolutely, lifelong friends and lifelong lesson. Yeah. If I can, if I can ride 259 miles on a Walmart bike, yeah. hot pink, by the way. With a basket on the With front. With a basket on Did the front. Did you put any of your nutrition on there? I, oh, yeah. I had all yeah. kinds of things in there. And people are like, you realize how much that's slowing you down? No, I no, didn't. I what didn't. am I? I what? Yeah. <laughs> no. I, I bet that was... But I'm I, supposed to know something? I bet you could write a whole book about the things people probably said to you on that first ride. Oh, my goodness. It was just crazy. And some sometimes they would pass me. And, you know, we're on a country road and I could hear them still talking about me like way down the road. It's hilarious. And some of the things that they said, nobody ever said anything bad, but they would say things like, she's a beast. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm totally by myself. Everybody else is riding in big groups of people. They have support group. And yeah, nobody wanted to ride as slow as me. Yeah. But you, you're out there with them. You yeah. put the miles in. Which and is when I rode the MS-150, I had on my Big Bam jersey. Uh-huh. And somebody said, well, we were on that too. And I said, yeah, I was the one with the pink bicycle. Oh, my goodness. We know you. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knew my name. They just knew the knew bike. The bike. <laughs> you should, you should, do you still have the bike? I do. Yeah, you should. <laughs> I should be somewhere special forever. <laughs> <laughs> On the wall. <laughs> On the wall. This bike has gone farther than anyone ever thought it would. Um, well, I am so grateful for you to have taken the time and talked to me. This this hour went by super fast. It did. <laughs> um, and I figure anyone that lives the the name of this podcast, the Unbroken Podcast, is you. I mean, just the the weight loss, which is a big part of the, the podcast, but also facing down the things that you have done and uh and uh, with i mean cancer sucks you said it cancer sucks it's it sucks. nothing nothing it's just a terrible thing and if you know somebody who has cancer hug them and kiss them and hold them because yeah. it sucks more than they can ever tell you yeah because everybody tries to be super strong and and it's hard to be strong yeah well you can't you can't help but rise to the occasion and yes. i mean and and, and that's, i mean you're literally fighting for your life yeah. so yeah and that's why i figure i mean like I, unbroken in the crossfit world is a as a to do the workout unbroken that means you didn't you didn't break up the reps um and i thought for a name and, and at first it just sounded cool but then the more i thought about the name of the podcast is like we we live we're living life right now we got to you know rise to the occasion that's right and we we have to live unbroken and fall and rise again i mean no matter how many times you put the weight back on you know you can take it back off and you have to do what's right for you and what makes you happy so um so i fit i knew that you'd be perfect for the episode and i appreciate you. you coming on and one thing i like to do is give the opportunity for um for the person I'm interviewing to kind of give, if they had to give three pieces of advice, three tips to anyone that came to you and asked for, you know, help, what, what would you give them? And it could be about anything. Um, I, you know, my number one thing is to let it go. Let the past go. Today is a new day. And no matter how many times you failed, um, or how many times you didn't try it, that's all behind you. So let it go, forgive yourself and move forward and be the person that only you want to be, not who you think other people want you to be. Um, that's a super important thing for anybody, whether they're trying to lose weight or trying to ride a bike across the country or trying to walk across the country or just trying to get up every morning and go to their job, you know, just let the rest of it go. Don't dwell on it. 
Um, I think that pieces of advice. Whew. I know. Um. I, didn't, I didn't even. I didn't even give you the warning that I was going to ask for that. Put you in the hot seat. Uh, I think that a big thing is is that everything works for someone. Yeah. So no matter what you pick, make it work for you. Yeah, stick you know, to it. Whether it's that infomercial you saw in the middle of the night, the bottle of pills that you heard on the radio, or just getting out there and doing it yourself, everything works for someone. So just find your thing yeah. you know, that works for you. So whatever you pick, stick to it. Yep. Um, run your race. And run your race. And no matter when they take down that finish line, you just cross it whenever you want to. Because <laughs> it's because it, you're racing for life. That's yeah. what my T-shirt says: "Take down the finish line." Because I'm racing for life. Because yeah. it is going to take the rest of my life to really achieve this goal. Yeah. So. Because we have the rest of our lives to do it. That's right. Well, thank you so much for being on the Unbroken Podcast with me. I love that I got to sit and talk with you. That's why, And this is truly why I'm doing this show. Thank you. Thank you. And like always, listeners, if you liked what you heard, um, like and subscribe and leave a comment. I'm happy to read those on the episode. And, uh, and it helps people find the, uh, the podcast more. The more likes, the more uh, comments, the more people find us. So, And remember, listeners, live unbroken. Thank you.